Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience, continuing yep. some well-doing seek, nope. for glory and honor, and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious, and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' expose them? Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait?
choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose the most? I hear it's Two sides to choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose? Who you gonna choose? Got to choose. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom, 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 shalom. Welcome once again. Uh, let me get. Welcome once again to another episode of Swear to Begins. Uh, I'm sorry. Wow, that's how long it's been. Welcome once again to Bible Talk. My name is Mishaba. <laughs> it's been such a long time since I've done the show. Forgive me, brothers and sisters. Forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. But we're back. Wow. Brothers and sisters, today is going to be one of those days. Um, right now I have no way of telling. Uh, I, let me slow down. Let me slow down. All right. Shalom to the 12 tribes worldwide. To Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zelan, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Hashem, Daniel. Wow. Uh, Shalom, brothers and sisters. I don't know how this is going to work. My phone got damaged on my recent trip to Albuquerque. My phone got damaged on my recent trip to Albuquerque with the Feast of Tabernacles. And I had not had a chance or the money to replace my phone um, to where I can't use my headphones. Um, I don't know if the speaker works. It hasn't. And every time I try to put the phone to my face, either it goes to Bluetooth, it goes to add another call, resume call, or what have you. Um, I've been talking for this past 15 minutes, and I'm not sure what came across. I'm not sure what, what, what was heard as I keep looking at my phone and I'm seeing different, different things happening from the Bluetooth being turned on, resume call, whatever, from my, the phone hitting my face. Huh, which is trying to be very discouraging because the Feast of Tabernacles was really a great, great convocation that we had in Albuquerque with the brother Aisha Wajazar, his family, the brother. I'm just trying to repeat myself. I'm not sure if it came across or not. Um, we had a great Feast of Tabernacles for the whole week. Um, we lived in uh, camp. And we, we cooked by campfire the whole seven days. We lived in tents the whole the whole time. Um and even getting back to, even, even keeping the law as far as uh, when a person needs to relieve themselves, they're supposed to dig a hole to relieve themselves and make sure they bury it because the Most High walks through the, the camp of Israel. Um, that, that's how we were living. And there, were, there were no outhouses. There were no um, uh, anything like that. We was out in nature. I was the Most High. And it was really was something else. <clears throat> and the talks I had, I want to I, I thank the brother Ajawajazah, the brother um, Zakar, um, the brother Ayal, uh, the brother Kobe, the brother Yanamatan, uh, it really was uh, an unforgettable experience that, that, that we shared um, in being out there. And I can't wait for next year. I can't wait for next year. And we do invite um, any and all that can be able to make it 
to it's a different experience. I I, I know the experience that that was had uh, with the camps here in San Antonio and Houston, and uh, the 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 stream of wisdoms uh, across America, along with the Sword of Truth here in San Antonio, gathering together for a few tabernacles on that one day. But to actually be up in be isolated, away from society, away from the city, for seven days, where it's us and Israelites, where it, prayers being sent up, uh, uh, scriptures, you know, obviously being read, uh, and just enjoying each other's company, and 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 just being out. It's just us. Where you get a chance to not think about society, not think about what's going on in the world, not think about whatever, and just concentrate on you and the Most High. It really was a, a spiritually cleansing experience. Um, uh, and then thanks to the Sister Barakaya, <laughs> uh, Ice uh wife, uh, and Yana, and, 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 and the dog, Sheba. Sheba was out there. Uh, Sheba's a, a bull terrier. Oh, my goodness. It, it, was, it was a great experience being out there. And we played uh, so many board games. Um, <laughs> they, they got they got intense, brother sisters. Almost to say the least, they got intense. You know, sitting around the fire. It was called. Uh, um, I can see the game. I got it, but I just can't think of the name of it right now. But it got intense, brother sisters. You can imagine being you know all Israelites, uh, Judah, Benjamin, Levi, you know Gad, and us being together around the campfire, and. It, it, it's like charades. When I think of the name, I'm, I'm gonna give it. Um, it's like charades, but it's name that phrase or, 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 or catch that phrase. And uh, it, it's an electronic game, and, and on, on the game it gives you a, a phrase, and you you hold you holding the game, the electronic device, and you read the phrase to yourself, and then you have to. It's like the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. I mean, exactly like that, like the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid, where you have to give clues to what the phrase is, and and have have your team uh, uh, guess what uh, what the what the phrase is. And it's, it's two teams, team one and team two. Uh, and if you're on team one, you, you give clues to to what the phrase is, and but you have a timer, and you have to make sure you say the phrase. Uh, you, you say the phrase and you pass it from team one to team two. Uh, and if the time happens to go off in whoever's hands it might be in, if the team one or team two, then the other team gets gets two points. Um, and then say the timer goes off and your team wasn't able to, to name the phrase, uh, then the other team gets a chance to, to, to say what the phrase is where they might get one point or two points, whatever. So it got intense, brother and sister, to say the least. Um, <laughs> if you ever played Uno or Spades or 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 or, or Tonk, uh, <laughs> let's just shoot, um, uh, Skip Bo or, or what have you, uh, Face Ten, you know how intense you can get. Or Dominoes even, you know how just Israelites period us getting together, how intense things can be, um, how competitive these can, can can get. It really was fun. It really was fun. We had a great had a great time with that. Uh, it's, and then again, to be sitting around a campfire. And it's it's the you're going by the light of the of the the natural light of the earth, the natural light of the skies. Where when the sun sets, the sun sets. It's it's not the the artificial light of of, of street lights or whatever that 
it really is the light of the stars, the light of the moon. And for our first night out there, it wasn't happened to be a full moon, and it was bright, brothers and sisters. It was bright. It was it was great. But as the week uh, you know passed on, the moon would rise later and later, and it would get dark. It would be black to where the only light we had was the light of the campfire. It was something else. And then the stars. I mean, it was it was it was an experience that that is almost one of those things where you have to be there. To, to, to experience. you got to be there to really feel it, um, to, to, to experience it. It's an experience that, 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 that is it's out of this world, all right? And it's just us. For those who came here, it was just us. Um, in the tents, and I don't know how many times, you know, just sitting around a campfire, uh, you know, with the chairs or whatever, around a campfire, just talking, rapping, um, Free from distractions. I mean, totally free from distractions. It really was something else. It really was something else. Um, and, and keeping the fire going, you know, uh, collecting the firewood, uh, uh, keeping the coals going. Uh, what am I? Just it was. It was. It was. It was an experience really to be had. Um, and then on some of the nights, it, it, it was. It, it dropped down to the thirties for the first first couple of nights. It did drop down to the thirties. Actually, rained on us, and. The temptation to want to quit, the temptation to want to go back to the city and get back to, to you know, civilization or what have you, it, 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 those thoughts were there. But it was like, no, this, this is for the Most High. It's a feast of tabernacles. Um, to even experience, you know, where Scripture says, the Most High gives the early and latter rain. That it, it did rain, and it got cold, and I ain't going to lie. Coming from San Antonio, the day I arrived from San Antonio uh, to Albuquerque, uh, for the Feast Tabernacles. When I left San Antonio, it was 99. Getting up this to the East Mountains, it was 46. So that was a, a quite a, you know, climate change. But to, to experience what we were experiencing, going through what we, what we were going through, uh, it did rain. It got a little muddy just a little bit, but the most I just dried it up. And we was able to really continue just, 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 I don't want to use the word enduring, but uh, uh, enjoying each other's company, that we were out there together um, and, 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 and able to take, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, if I was in the, in the, in the, in the uh, military, in the Navy, it'd be a, a Marine shower. But that, I, don't want to, I, don't want to, I don't want to dampen the experience of what it was of uh, being able to take, you know, take, take a bucket with some soap uh, and some water, uh, go out into the woods uh, 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 by yourself and uh, scrubbing, you know, the pits, uh, your face, the pits, um, your uh, private parts, whatever, uh, and, and cleaning up that way, you know, brushing the teeth every day, every night, uh, and, and, and going, at things, going, going about things that way. Yeah, you know, coming, coming out of, out of, uh, out of Egypt in, in, the, in, the, in the wilderness, we didn't have showers set up. Uh, we, we don't read about where, 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 there was, where there was indoor plumbing. We don't read about where there were, there were showers and indoor plumbing and, and the conveniences of, of what we might have, what we might call modern-day technology. We, we didn't have that. Um, but to, to, to experience, to, 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 to get the, the – the, well, where am I looking for, brothers and sisters? To get the – to embrace – what it must have been like for our forefathers coming out of Egypt, being in the wilderness, without the, the modern 
conveniences, again, of indoor plumbing, indoor water, in, in, um, uh, a, a bathroom, um, a, a toilet. Um, and we're out there in nature. We're out there in the elements. We're out there subject to whatever the most high we're going to have us go through, whether, like I said, it was rain or it was the heat of the day or when the temperatures drop down real, really, really cold, uh, keeping the campfires going, keeping the fire going for, uh, to cook our food or whatever. It really was an experience, and I'm not trying to take away from anything that, that any other brothers and sisters might have experienced for the future tabernacle to be crept in a tent in your backyard or was able to gather uh, with other families uh, at the campgrounds uh, between San Antonio and Houston or, or what have you. But to actually be going through what we what, what was going through, um, oh, brothers and sisters, every morning there's something else when you got – when you don't see the old Western movies, of um, the cowboys, whoever uh, camping out at the uh, uh, at, at a campsite, um, and they got the old-fashioned coffee pot. I, I, I guess it's cast iron, if it were coffee pot, and the coffee is actually brewed on the fire, on 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 the grate or whatever, and it, it actually brews the co- you actually brew your coffee. On that type of coffee pot, waiting for the for for that water to to, to heat up, in an old fashioned coffee pot like that, not not a Maxwell House or or, or a K ring or or whatever, or some Starbucks, coffee being brewed on the actual campfire, brothers and sisters, I I, I can't, and yeah, we had you know we had, we had freezers, we had we had uh, uh, ice chests, or whatever, and we kept uh, you know creamer and and we had condiments, um, we had fruit vegetables. Um, uh, we we had uh, drinks and we you know even even uh, beer wine and, and strong drink whatever, but to do things that way, brothers and sisters, it was really it's an experience. It's an experience that, that I invite everybody to come and check out. I, I, that I invite everybody to participate in. It really is uh, something else. It really helps you get back in touch with what we what our foreparents for the future tabernacles. And what that really means to us as Israelites, that this was for us to remember what it was like when we all came out of Egypt, when we were freed from captivity of Egypt, that we were all together in these circumstances, that we were all together in the, in the wilderness for 40 years. And this was how we were living. This is what it, this is what it required. This is what it took. This is what, that, that, these are some of the things that we actually experienced that, that, to touch on that just for these seven days that we, that we did the priest tabernacles, but it's, 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 it's uh, humbling. I believe is the word I want to use now. It really is humbling, which is the purpose of the priest tabernacles, for us to gather ourselves together, that we gather together as Israelites to remember what our foreparents went through, how we were together humbled under the hands of the Most High. Uh, that, that we had the, the, the manna that was given to us every morning, that we had the uh, uh, and, and cooking whatever we cooked and, and living the way we were living and surviving and, and, and the supplies that had to be gathered every day and, and um, the activities that we partook in every day, the, 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 the spiritual talks, the, the meditations, the, the, the just living every single day. We experienced this for seven days for the Feast Tabernacles. And I want to thank... I, I want to thank the brother Aisha White Desire and the brother Zakar and the brother Yanamathan and the brother uh, Ayal for, I mean, the seven days that we stayed out there. It really was, it was, it's, 
but it's something else. And, yes, I'm trying to sell this kind of hard uh, to invite uh, brothers and sisters to become experienced. Uh, Freestyle Michael's, uh, what, what, it's like, what it's like living seven complete days it's, where it's just us in a tent, away from everything. To come and check it out. Uh, one thing that, that, that we are trying to, we want to establish and set up is, remember from Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 16, it says three times in a year we're supposed to gather ourselves together. All males are supposed to gather themselves together. Uh, uh, our leaven bread, the Feast of Weeks, and the Feast of Tabernacles. Well, one thing we want to establish, we know Passover, we always come together for Passover, which is a beautiful thing. Um, I believe this year uh, the main uh, uh, convocation is going to be in San Antonio this year. Last year it was in Virginia. I believe it's going to be back in San Antonio this year. I, I think they're going to establish going back and forth across the country just to help, help share the experiences and, and spill experiences uh, back and forth. But we want to really set up the Feast of Pentecost, the 50th day, to be in New Mexico. And there's some land, uh, there, there, there's, there's some camping grounds, if you want to call it that, there's some land. I'm, I'm leaving. There's some land in Pecos, New Mexico, where we want to go ahead and set up to where we we go and set up in Pecos, New Mexico, where there's a river uh, going through the land and everything, and it's going to be you know coming into the springtime, springtime, summertime, that we, we all go out there for Pentecost for that weekend, where it's not it's not going to be the seven days, but we can all go out there and experience just being away from everything and everybody. It's just us. So th- these, these are some of the things that are in, in the works and in the plans. I want to drop a seed in people's, uh, or that bug, if you will, in people's ears right now, that we can go ahead and set this up, right, that it can be set up, that you might be able to come and experience some of these things for Pentecost. One of the three high holidays that the Lord said we're supposed to, all males are supposed to gather themselves together. Um, it, it's something else, brothers and sisters. It, 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 is, it is something else. Uh, I hate when I have, I have a, a, a shortage of words, um, like, like what I'm, I'm experiencing right now. I, I, I'm not doing this service. I'm not doing any good. Um, I'm, I'm telling you it's short. I wish I was a, a, a much more eloquent man uh, to really really help paint the picture of what, of what it's like. Um, that I might uh, incite, invoke, um, others do you want to come and check it out? Come on, I want to come and experience it. It, it, it really is something else. Brother says it really, truly is something else. Uh, and, and the other thing that we got into for that week of Tabernacle in the East Mountains was staff making. Um, there are so many trees, uh, cedar trees, oak trees, um, uh, up there at where we were at that we, everybody got into making staffs. That you, you went and got a branch. <laughs> we went and got branches. Uh, we we had we had knives. Thanks to the brother again, the brother Sakar, the brother Ayal, um, the brother Aish, he had, he had a little mini uh, uh, chainsaw <laughs> for for firewood or what have you. Um, you know, uh, uh, chargeable sawzalls, and we went and cut branches. And then from these branches, we you know, we shaved them down with with, with our knives. Um, uh, the, 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 cedar, the cedar branches or what have you, and, and everybody started, started making staffs from uh, Isis ribs, uh, wives, uh, Barakaya, Yana, uh, 
Barakai's sister Ashar, the brother Ayal, the brother Zakar. We all, uh, I mean, we all started making staffs. We've got branches, and we, we, we would sit by the campfire again, sit by the campfire, and we had to shave all the bark with a knife, a sharp knife, off the branches, and then all, that, that would be used for kindling. All the, 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 the bark that was shaved off the branches, we, we, we take, gather all that up, and that would be used for kindling to keep the fire going, the campfires going, and we literally would start all making staffs. I, I got two of them that I'm making. <laughs> but because I flew on the plane back down to San Antonio, I wasn't able to, to bring them with me. Uh, I'm going to find a way to, to, to get those. But we all started making staffs. Um, and it might sound so mundane, and it might sound so, so, so frivolous or so uh, – I don't even know what, 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 what derogatory word people might want to use, but it really was, I mean, help us getting back in touch. Again, and it, it, the thought of this is what some of the things our forefathers experienced coming out of Egypt during that 40, 40, 40, day, 40 years, not 40, 40 years in the wilderness. Just, just, just a glimpse of what it might have been like. You know, uh, ha- having to still take care of, uh, you know, we, we, we had, we had um, herds that said to be taken care of. Uh, we had daily routines that said to be taken care of. But in the wilderness, but in the wilderness, um, in nature, away from uh, the, the Egyptian society, away from the Egyptian civilization, uh, away from any modern conveniences that, uh, for that time that, that Egypt, Cairo, um, uh, Memphis, any of the cities that we, that we lived in, in uh, uh, Ramses, any of the cities that we lived in in Egypt, that we were away from all those convenient, all those things, and it's just us, us and the Most High, to where we had to depend on the Most High, for everything. We had to count on the most high for everything. And it's just us. It's just us. It really was a, a, um, uh, an experience to be, to, 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 to be had. And to imagine that, that, that it's going to be similar. It's going to be something similar uh, 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 coming up. It really was something else, brothers and So, again, I do want to invite, uh, take this opportunity to invite everybody. Please come and check us out. Uh, most I will, God will, um, uh, for Pentecost. And as we get more and more details, knowing that we have Hanukkah coming up, uh, then we also have, yeah, Hanukkah is coming up. Let me see here. As I look at my calendar, we know Hanukkah is coming up uh, December 7th. All right? We know that Hanukkah is coming up December 7th, uh, 2023. And ending December 15th, uh, 2023, we know that that is coming up. Then we have the day of Nicanor. We have the uh, Purim. Uh, then we have the Passover. Passover is going to be March 23rd, 2024. Uh, and then be, uh, also at the beginning of Feast of Unleavened Bread, uh, uh, sundown March 24th, being the Feast of Unleavened Bread. So we know what these holidays coming up. But then after that, again, if we have the... March 24th being, let me pull my calendar up. March 24th being uh, the Passover. Let me pull my calendar up. Give me a second, y'all. All right, enlarge here.
One second, y'all. One second, one second, one second. All right, so we have March 24th. Here we go. March 24th is on a Friday. March 24th, actually, that's the wrong year. Let me. March 24th is actually on a Sunday. March 24th, uh, 2024 is actually on a Sunday. So if we go 50 days from now, we have two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we're looking at May 29th being 50 days from there, May 29th being 50 days from there. That's on a Monday. So I imagine we could probably get together. I'm going to talk to the brother Aisha White about this. Probably May um, before May, uh, April 11th, if I'm reading this right. No, April 4th. Uh, April 4th, if I'm reading this right, being a Saturday. Saturday, uh, April 4th and April 5th, um, for probably most likely, knowing the weather ice, uh, probably getting there Thursday night. Uh, for those who can't participate, Thursday night, and then Friday morning, uh, April 4th, which would be the third, April 3rd, uh, 2024, and then staying through probably Monday morning, for those who can make it. Monday morning, April 6th, where we can do the, uh, the day of Pentecost. I'm going to talk to Ice about this. This is my first time actually looking at a calendar and, and thinking about this. Uh, probably setting it up for, for, for that weekend. Uh, the weekend, uh, that would be the April 3rd, April 4th weekend. Uh, 2024 for Pentecost. Again, just drop a seat in people's people's ears. Uh, most I willing, I do. I do want to be there. I, I do want to bring my family and, and, and my children uh, up to up there uh, to Albuquerque um, or Pecos, where that's where it's going to be held at. Where we can go ahead and experience this. Uh, it's something to me. I, I mean, it's something to, to experience. And it, it is for those if, if you're just so used to city life, um, it might be daunting. It might be a little, a little, a little, 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 uh, little daunting to experience something like this, but to get back in touch where you're dependent on the Most High, you're dependent on uh, you cut yourself off from society in, in, that, in that type of way. That's why I say it's so spiritually cleansing um, to just put your phone down, to be somewhere where where you don't have uh, have service the whole time. And you, you kind of just cut yourself off from the things that we've become so dependent on uh, in this world, uh, in this lifetime, and, and, and to just, I guess there's no way to relax, uh, to enjoy us. It's a Sabbath. It truly is a Sabbath. Um, I, I'm going to be talking about this. Every class I do from now, from now until then, brothers and sisters, including you know, Hanukkah, um, Purim, uh, Nick and Nor, uh, I'm going to be talking this this up because it really is something that that 
should be should be experienced. It should be experienced um, to understand how the Most High wanted us to be cut off from Egypt. How much the Most High kept saying, I, 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 "I've delivered you from Egypt. I've, I, uh, I've saved you from Egypt. You're no longer in Egypt." And to really try and get that concept across to our forefathers to cleanse ourselves from the ways, the thoughts, the, 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 the abominations, the, the living of Egypt, and now to be dependent on him and learn his way of doing things. And for us to be able to get away, if it's for that seven days, if it's for that day or what have you, to get away from, if you will, this society, to get away from, from, from the ways, the living of this society, instead of being so dependent upon this society and getting back to Getting back in touch. I can't say it no better. To get back in touch with what was life like before we had cell phones? What was life like before TV? What was life like before YouTube, before Facebook, before TikTok, before Snapchat, before, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Meta or, or X or whatever the hell is going on now? Before there was an NFL, an NBA, uh, 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 Major League Baseball. Uh, before it was any type of things, what was life like? Where, literally, your biological your biological clock was established by okay, the sun is setting. It's getting dark. It's the time, you, and your body wants to rest. And you're getting in touch with you know the, the hormones and the chemicals of the, of the melatonin, and all that type of stuff. And then waking up as the sun is coming up, and your body literally is waking up. Um, and the serotonin starts, 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 starts coursing through your body. And as the sun hits you, the, the sunlight hits you, and you're waking up, and, and, and you're getting active, you're getting moving, and, and, and what have you. Um, and being out there, like I said, we were in, in nature, and you, you're, you're, you're in nature. And you get to, 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 to reset everything, get to reset yourself. It really is something else. It really is something else, and you're not, you're not, you know, it's not the alarm clock, it's not the, um, you got to make sure you check your notifications, um, you get, you get a chance to reset, but it really is something else, it really is something else, so that, that was the week that I did spend with, um, uh, in, out, in, in New Mexico, uh, in the East Mountains for the Peace Tabernacles, and then after that, uh, spending time with, with, um, uh, with my parents, uh, you know, my father, uh, he just turned 82 in September. My mother will be uh, 80 this year. Um, just spending time with them. Just spending time with them. Um, and I do want to encourage everybody, uh, not just if, if your parents are still alive or whatever, but as death, as, as, as now I'm making the transition here. But says Christ warned us or told us, he prophesied to us that except these days be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. I believe that's Matthew 24, 37. Let me, let me pull that up real quick. Well, I, I said quick, but let me pull it up. Go into the book of Matthew chapter 24. I feel like, the, I feel like in, there's going to be a lot of catching up that's got to be done in this class. We're going to get to the scriptures, but there's a lot of catching up that's got to be done. Um... Let me pull this real quick. Give me one second, y'all. 
I'm sorry, it's Matthew 24, 22. Let me pull it up here real quick. All right, when we read Matthew chapter 24, the book of Matthew chapter 24, verse 22, it says, And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Brothers, if we know that if we're dealing with the spirit of Christ, or the testimony of Christ, we're dealing with the spirit of prophecy. We can read that in Revelation chapter 19, verse 10. That if we're really dealing with the spirit of Christ, then we're dealing with the spirit of prophecy. That Christ prophesies to us things are going to happen. Um, and that's where he said he reveals his secrets unto his servants of prophets. Again, a prophet being somebody able to tell the future. And why are we able to tell the future? We're going by what the Most High said. Not by some Nicodemus-type madness. Not by some dream that you might have had. Not by some tarot cards or, 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 or throwing the chicken bones down or any type of omen. But by going by to the Word of God. But by going by the Word of God. So, when Christ tells us that in these last days, because remember, Matthew chapter 24, starting at verse 3, the disciples ask him, let me read that real quick since we're here. In Matthew 24 and verse 3, it says, and as he sat, I'm in Matthew chapter 24, verse 3, and it says, and as, and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? I mean, this... This is, uh, you know, being around a brother Isis this, this, all this past time, this past month, profound. His disciples came unto him privately. This was not public knowledge. This was not a public um, uh, uh, dissertation that Christ put out in, in a synagogue in front of everybody. Or when he was out teaching the 5,000 or the, or the, or the 8,000 or the 6,000 uh, at a time, we had to get into a, a boat and push himself off away from the shore so everybody could hear him. This was a private discussion. This was private between him and his students, him and his disciples. So his disciples, his students came and asked him, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world, the end of this present world? As I said in Galatians, the end of this present evil world. And from verse four down, Christ is answering this question about the signs of his coming and of the end of the world. All right? So jump down to verse 22. I'm not going to read everything. But jump down to verse 22, and he says, and except those days should be shortened. I'll read 21. For then shall be great tribulation, such as it was not since the world, since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. Brothers and sisters, I know I'm talking about the Feast of Tabernacles and how great of a time it was for us as Israelites to gather ourselves together up there for that time, whether it was us in the East Mountains or for brothers and sisters gathering together um, uh, at the campgrounds between uh, San Antonio and Houston to if it was uh, with IUIC, wherever they did theirs at, or ISUBK, of Israelites actually gathering themselves together and living in tents for this amount of time. All right? that it was Israelites coming together, being around each other, us being around us, wherever that might have been, been taking place. And what a great thing it was to be separated from society for that amount of time, and it's just us. Now, keeping that in mind, that's part of the rehearsing of the righteous acts that we're supposed to be getting into. 
where the scriptures tell us in Judges chapter 5, rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord. These are some of the things we should be practicing. The, the, the holy convocations, the high holy days, um, and practicing God's righteousness, which is his law, which is his way of doing things. Now, Christ here is telling us in Matthew chapter 24, verse 21, for then shall be great tribulation that part of the signs of his coming and the end of this world, there's going to be great tribulation, great tribulation. He didn't say just tribulation. He said there's going to be great tribulation. He goes on to say, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. Brothers and sisters, if you think about that statement right there just for a minute, great tribulation, <clears throat> such as were not since the beginning of the world, brothers and sisters, we can go back and look at the world wars so far, World War I, World War II, how devastating that was to the world. We can look at, if you're here in America, you can think about the, the, the independence war between America and, and England. You can think about the, the civil war. Um, and, and the amount of lives that was lost in the, during the Civil War. We can think about the, uh, uh, um, the conquest of the Americas, the conquest of, of, of the West, where, where Caucasians, Europeans, came with their, their religion, their philosophy, their army, and decimated the North American Indians, the so-called Native American Indians, where they decimated the, the Aztecs, the Incas, and the um, uh, so-called Mexicans. Uh, the atrocities and the murders and, and, and the, 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 the killings, the rapings, the, the genocide, the infant side, infant side that was committed. Um, we go back and, and the conquerings that, that, that have taken place, the War of the Roses, um, uh, from all the different uh, 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 even slavery revolts and uprisings that, that, that came up and were put down. We look at, at, at the, the, uh, what happened in the war of Vietnam. We can look at what happened in Korea. We can look at the, uh, the wars in Afghanistan, um, the, the Falkland Islands, uh, Grenada. There's a lot of things we can, we can reference. We can go back, it says since the world began, we can go back and look at the conquering of the Romans in, in conquering what became the Roman Empire. We can look at the, the wars uh, of the Greeks and, 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 and attaining and, and, uh, the, the, the Greek Empire. We can look at the, 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 the decimation of, of European conquering uh, in, in the, the, Pacific, um, uh, the Pacific Islanders uh, of Hawaii, of the Philippines, of Guam, of, 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 of China, of Japan. We can go back and think, think about Genghis Khan and, 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 and his conquering with the Mongols. Um, we can go back and look at and, and, and kind of examine just, and I'm just naming some of these things off the top of my head of the wars and the bloodshed and, and the things that have taken place. Uh, we can go back and, and think about uh, uh, Antiochus Epiphanes and the conquering of, the conquering of uh, uh, Palestine and, and the war between the, uh, the Seleucid family and the Ptolemaic family during the time of the Greeks. Um, we can go back and ascertain it and put all these type of things together. Um, and Christ still told us what? In Matthew chapter 24, verse 22. And except those days should be shortened, I'm, I'm sorry, verse 21. For then shall be great tribulation, such as were not sent, was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. 
But listen, I mean, this, this is a heavy statement of what kind of tribulation is, is, is coming. As we look and we see the, 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 this war between the Israelis and, and, the, um, uh, and Hamas over there in, in, in the promised land. Uh, we're seeing the war of Russia with, with Ukraine, um, Afghanistan, Iran, Iraq, uh, China, Japan. We see all these things are happening leading up to Armageddon. Right? That's where all this is pointing to. It's pointing to Armageddon or what would be classified as the Third World War. We can see the, the, the plot on the, chess, we can see on the chessboard. We can see where all these places, pieces are being put into place for this climax that we're getting there. It's, it's definitely getting there. But, but again, Christ is warning us that one of the signs that he's about to make his return and it's going to be the end of the world, that there shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the world, the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. That this is going to be, this, we're, we're facing the days of the greatest tribulation ever, and there will never be another time like this ever again. There's not going to be another time where it's going to be, the tribulation will never be like this again, but it's going to be greater than anything we've ever seen. Greater than anything the world has ever seen. Now check out verse 22. Matthew chapter 24, verse 22. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. Did y'all catch that? As we look at global warming, as we look at the plans of, of, of the elite from the Bill Gates or what have you and, and, and the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the vaccinations that they're, they're putting out, the, the, all the fake food and the food has got vaccinations in it. I hope y'all didn't fall for that, that, um, that dollar hamburger day. As much as they're cloning meat, as much as they're cloning hamburger now, they're cloning chicken, they're cloning fish, uh, the genetically modified vegetables. When I say genetically modified, I mean, you know, genetically modified is the wrong word. The genetically engineered vegetables. From from cabbage to 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 what have you? Hold on one second, brothers and sisters. This is my first time being back at uh, at the apartment here in San Antonio. Give me one second.
Alright, alright, alright. You're gonna learn today. Alright, alright, alright. You're gonna learn today. Alright, 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 alright. Um, we are back, we're back, we're back. So now, as we're reading here in Matthew chapter 24, verse 22. And again, he, he said, Christ says, how many, um, the, the Messiah says, and except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days should be shortened. Now, this seems doom and, 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 and gloom, uh, doom, uh, and, and, and what was it? Doom and gloom. Um, but this is the truth. Now, let's remember this, brothers and sisters. Give me one. I've got to find this other scripture as, I, as we're pulling this up, going over this. Um, when we go to the book of St. John, chapter 13, verse 10. I'm sorry, verse 19. When we go to the book of St. John, chapter 13, and verse 19. Let's take my words of what Christ said, okay? And I know this seems like it's full of doom and gloom and... and it doesn't look bright. But remember, if these things don't happen, Christ ain't coming yet. Okay? When we read St. John chapter 30, verse 19, this is, again, Christ speaking, the Messiah speaking, the Savior speaking, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Prince of peace, the governor. This is what he says in St. John chapter 30, verse 19. Now, I tell you before it come, that when it come to pass, you may believe that I am he. Now, I'm borrowing from, from this statement that Christ is having with the, with the apostles before his crucifixion. But it says, now I tell you before it come, that when it is come to pass, ye may believe that I am he. So if we're dealing with the spirit of Christ, from Revelation chapter 19, verse 10, where the testimony of Christ is the spirit of prophecy, that before things happen, the most high lets us know what's happening. That's part of him revealing his secrets to his servants of promise from Amos chapter 3, verse 6. We're being told what's going to happen before it happens. Not for us to get weaker, but that we might believe in the word of God that much more. That we might believe in the prophecies of God that much more. Now, brothers and sisters, I've gone over, I've done classes about the word of God, the power of God is his word and his prophecies. And when God, God calls his shot, can't nobody stop it. When God prophesies something's going to happen, nobody can stop it. That's the power of God. That's the power of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His word can't be broken. Not by any means necessary. God's word cannot be broken. That's the power of the God of the Bible. That's the power of the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob. And God's promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob cannot be broken. God's prophecies cannot be broken. And again, I've covered, I've, I've gone over this, and, and in, in the future, I'll go back over it again about how, how God's power is not because he's a genie in a bottle and because you have a wish, he's just going to grant you your wish uh, or what have you. That's not the power of God. The power of God is his word. It was his word, mind you, brothers and sisters, it was his word that said, let there be light. And it was what? Light. That was just from his word. That's the power of God. His word can't be broken. What, what made Abraham righteous in the eyes of, of God? 
he believed God's word. And then when he was tested, whether he should believe in God's word or not, he kept believing in God's word, and that's what made him righteous. And that's what made Abraham the father of faith. He believed in God's word. I'm not going to go all into that again today, but the reason I'm covering this, this section right now and, and going over this right now, brothers and sisters, when Christ told us in Matthew 24, 22, going back there again, okay, I know I'm jumping a little bit, but he said, except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days should be shortened. I, now, I, brothers and sisters, I try and focus on, on these things. I, I got flaws. I'm not saying that I don't. I think we have flaws. But if I, we're going to believe God's word, have faith in his word. He's telling us that these, unless these days are shortened, there should no flesh be saved. And if we look around the world today and we see all the diseases, if it's COVID coming back up, if, it, if it's diabetes, if, it, if it's mental health, if it's suicide, if it's the drug epi epidemic, if it's cancers, if, if it's uh, whatever it might be, just death, war, um, the war on drugs, the war on crime, the war, the, um, just war, uh, the, the, the famines, the pestilences, the, 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 the so-called natural disasters, if it's global warming, whatever it might be, he says that unless these days are shortened, there should no flesh be saved. There should no flesh be saved. And keeping this in mind, brothers and sisters, I'm just trying to share it with everyone else. I might just share this with you. Brothers and sisters, tomorrow's not promised. Tomorrow is not promised. And as for myself, and I'm, I'm, I'm being faced with uh, my parents and being in their 80s. And it's, it's, it's ironic that even this, this time I was able to spend with them, we was able to go. We went over uh, Psalm 790 verse 10, which tells you. Let, let me get that real quick. Let me get that real quick. Psalms. Chapter 90, verse 10. And this is what it says. Psalm 790, verse 10. It says, For the days of our years, Psalm 790, verse 10. For the days of our years are three score years and ten. A score, brothers and sisters, is 20. So a three score would be 60. So it says, The days of our years are three score years, meaning three times 20 is 60. So are 60 years and ten. So we take 60 years at, and add 10, that'd be 70 years. So it says the days of our years are three score years and 10. That, that equals 70 years. Reading on, it says, and if by reason of strength, they be four score years, meaning 80 years, yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. So for us to... So for somebody to reach the age of 80 or, 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 or 90, but to reach the age of 80, it's telling us what? Yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, and we all fly away. Me and my parents were able to go over this, this same scripture this, this past time that I was just in Albuquerque with them, with the expectation of, of, of understanding that, yeah, my parents are getting up there. 
My dad is 82. My mom will be 80 uh, this year. So understanding that, that time is ticking and, and having these, these, these real talks. They're having real talks for me about um, what they want done when they pass away. As we were talking about caskets, we were talking about uh, funerals, we were talking about, um, uh, you know, uh, they have a will set up and, and things that they, they, they want to establish. I mean, we had to have, the, the, we were having these talks. And it was, it, it, it was, it touched the emotions. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, but it was something that just had to be done. So it was understanding that the reality of life, the reality of the circle of life, now, what I'd like to, to pass on to everybody, if I could, understanding that, that tomorrow's not promised, the scriptures tell us, let me, let me pull that one up too. And Romans chapter 12, verse 18. Oh, um, I'm, I'm actually going to start at verse 17. Romans chapter 12, verse 17, it says, Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. Verse 18, if it be possible, as much as lies in you, live peaceably with all men. Now, we know this is going, and Paul was, was admonishing and, and, and uh, give us some great advice. Give us some great advice. But I'm just going to borrow from these two verses right here. Recompense no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lies in you, live peaceably with all men. Brothers and sisters, I'm, 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 I'm touching on this, that uh, a realization I had to come to, I'm having to come, uh, having to face. And I know a lot, a lot of brothers and sisters have, have already had to deal with the passing of a parent. That, that the most has already called uh, their parents home, or, or, friend, or what have you. I understand that. With that in mind, and with, with you know, me having to face this now with my own parents, it's not a time for me to recompense to any man evil for evil. For me. Don't on any type of grudges that I might have towards my parents about how I was raised, about how they treated, or what they did or didn't do, or what have you. Brothers and sisters, if, if the scripture says my people destroy for lack of knowledge, and we know the knowledge that we're destroyed, Esosia chapter 4, verse 6, and we understand that they never had the knowledge of God. As much as they might have gone to church, they had the crosses around their neck. They might have got tattoos of crosses or whatever they believe Jesus Christ on their backs or, or what have you. If they really knew God, they would know that God was never with that in the first place. As much as they might have forced us to go to or forced you to go to Sunday church or didn't let you go to church, whatever it might have been, they didn't know God. They only grew up with, with how to survive in America, how to survive in their lifetime and whatever that might have looked like. If it was them being low-down scoundrels, if it wasn't being whatever it might have been, to give, to give the worst-case scenario. 
God has turned his back on our nation. And we were stuck with having to figure things out on our own without God. So whatever false religion we grabbed onto, when I say false, meaning from, from, from Baptist, Methodist, to Catholicism, to Mormon, to, to money, to university, to, 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 to Masons, whatever we grabbed onto, we had to grab ourselves because God had turned his back on the nation of Israel because of our rebellion, because of our stubbornness. So however they, they grew up and however their parents raised them or didn't raise them, to be at a point now where I want to hold a grudge or pay them back for some evil, that's wrong, but I'm just going to say that's, that's, that's wrong. To hold on to some anger, some hatred, some bitterness about what, what they might have done or what might have happened or what did happen, not even my, what did happen. I'm not saying that the pain wasn't there. I'm not saying the hurt wasn't there. But we had to understand where it, where it comes from. And as much as we want to keep this, in, this thing in our mind, a mom or dad should never have acted this way. A mom or dad should never have done this. You're right. But that's a mom and a dad who did not grow up with, the, with God, with the knowledge of God. They were never taught the knowledge of God. They were taught how to be the good seven-day Adventist, however that might have looked. They were taught how to be good employee, employees, however that looked. They were taught how to be good hustlers, however that looked. They were taught how to be good, the American dad, to be the, the, the coach, to be the, the, the sports guy, to be the homecoming king, to be the, 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 the stud, the jock. They were taught those things. They were not taught about what it takes to please the God of Israel. They were not taught how, what love is. A lot of us got our impression of love, if you grew up in the 70s or, or, or 80s, from TV shows like Happy Days, from TV shows like The Cosby Show, from TV shows like, like, like Andy Griffin, uh, Father Knows Best, The Brady Bunch. We weren't taught the love of what God says love is. We, we, we weren't taught the love of God and what that really means. We were never shown those type of things. So for our parents and people grow up and we look at them with the audacity like, why are you acting? You should never do those things. Are you, are you comparing them to the love of what God says or are you comparing them to the love of what America has, has imprinted upon us about this is what love is? What we learn from media, what you learn from TV or from movies. So not even just for our parents, but for siblings, for people around us. To walk around and still have a grudge, but what we went through. You know, one, one of Tazi Paul's favorite scriptures that he reads, damn in every class, is Psalm chapter 118, verse, make sure I got it right. I'd be saying 24, and I believe it's supposed to be Psalm chapter 118, verse 23. And I'm going to have to change the name of this class. I'm going to change the name of this class to Welcome Back. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to change the name of this class to Welcome Back. Um, Psalm chapter 118, 
at verse 23. Yep, Psalm 118, verse 24. Forgive me. It's Psalm 118, verse 24. Now, I'm going to say 23. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. The ways of God, it's his doing. And for us, it's marvelous, meaning it's a shock. It's amazing. It's like, wow. This is how God does things. This this is this kind of where you get the this, the, the saying, um, the ways of God are mysterious unto man. God is a mystery. You know, which goes back to the scripture, God's thoughts and ways are not our thoughts and ways. So it says, this is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Verse 24, this is the day which the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And like my brother Tazza Paul likes to teach, you know, everybody's friend, coach, and, and uncle, um, mentor, because of the love he has for everybody, for, for his people. If the Lord brings you to it, he'll bring you through it. It's funny how, how we can't grasp like, the Bible concepts, but let it be in a, in a song. Uh, or in, 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 a, in a jingle or, or a worldly saying where uh, what, doesn't, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. If we can listen to, to, to a, a, a rapper say something like that or, or a philosopher, we can grasp onto that and hold on to that tightly, hold on to that dearly. But then I actually get the word of God and be dealing with the word of God. Somehow, because of how our minds have been conditioned through religion, some of that, that concept just doesn't sink in. It doesn't, it doesn't grab hold of us. And we want to hold on to our emotions. We want to hold on to our feelings. That I went through this. I suffered this. Yeah. And because I went through this, that can't be God, or I hate God, or, or whatever it might be, or I hate you, or I hate this, or whatever. But let somebody else say, what well, doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And you you know what? Yeah, okay. As long as it's not the Bible. As long as it's not, that's not Scripture. Because the way we've been conditioned to believe in Scripture and the Bible is, God's supposed to give me everything I want, and I ain't supposed to suffer through nothing. Forget the fact that God brought me through whatever suffering and hard times I've been through. Forget all that. I'm going to hold on to it. I went through something, and I'm going to hold on to that bitterness. I'm going to hold on to that anger just to hold on. And remember, the Bible tells you that anger rests where? In the bosom of a fool. A lot of things that we hold on to, just, just to stay angry, it, that's really got you foolish. And the reason I'm, I'm saying it's got us foolish, for me not, I'm, I'm going to use my parents again for the example. For me to hold on to, to an anger, a grudge, a chip on my shoulder about, about things I went through, me and the child of my parents, and not, putting, not equating any of the scriptures to what was experienced and why. To keep them on, on, on an almost godlike level, like this is my mom and dad, and the mom's supposed to be like this, and the dad's supposed to be like this, taking consideration that before they were my mom and my dad, they were Israelites. 
I'm going to say Israelites, not knowing they were Israelites. I'll say it like this. They were people of the book. They were people of the book without knowing the book, without knowing understanding the power of the book. For as religious as they might have been, they didn't know God. That's what God says. They don't know me. We don't know God. We didn't know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. My dad understands the God of education. It was through education and, yes, affirmative action that he was able to, to, to supply us with the lifestyle that we had, with the lives that we lived, the life that we lived. And it was through his family, his mother pushing education as hard as she did, and him following that belief that pushed him through high school where he finished second in his class, and it pushed him through college to where he was able to get now, he got a job with the government. Yeah, and it was through affirmative action, but he got the job anyway because of his education. That if he didn't have the education that he had and graduated when he did, he wouldn't have been given that opportunity. So to believe in the power of, of education and, and the power of education, what it, it provides, what it's done for him in his life. That is, that's my dad's God. Now, my dad, believe it or not, is a Sunday school teacher. And I'm not saying any of this to throw him under the bus. My dad is superintendent of Sunday schools at his church. But his foundation is education. For me to be warned with my dad and continually battling with him the way I have done, But I'm not taking into consideration my dad is the result, my mom is a result of people who did not grow up knowing the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Without understanding the righteousness of God. My dad understood the righteousness of the university. Things you got to do right to graduate from the university. My dad understood that. Things you got to do right at his job to keep your paycheck coming in. He understood those things. But to understand the righteousness of God, the God of the Bible, he never got that. My mom never got it. Neither did my grandparents on either side. Neither my aunts or my uncles, cousins. They never got it either. So in a nutshell, brothers and sisters, to hold on to a lot of anger and a lot, a, lot, a lot of bitterness and strife and malice. Christ told us, except these days be short, and there should no flesh be saved. But as much as last, but verse, Romans chapter 12, verse 18. I'm back, here, I'm, back, I'm back here now in Romans chapter 12, verse 18. So now, if it be possible, as much as last in you, they preach with all men. Yes, we warn, we exhort. Yes, we, 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 we love our people. And we can't be afraid to, to, to warn them about God. We're commanded to. But to take it personal, because they're not listening to me, and that's my, that's my reason for holding a grudge, That's my reason for being um, 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 
holding a grudge, it's time to let that go, bro. It really is time to let that go. And maybe I'm just, I'm just speaking to myself, but I will go back to Matthew chapter 24. Verse 11. Actually, verse 10, verse 12. Matthew chapter 24, verse 12. Again, Christ told us, he told us this, and remember, he told us these things that when it comes to pass, that we might believe that he is Christ, the spirit of prophecy. So in Matthew chapter 24, verse 12, it says, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Verse 13, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. What has to endure to the end? Love. Love has to endure to the end. And yes, that means us keeping God's commandments, us keeping Christ's commandments, no doubt. Above everything, love God with all our heart, all our soul, and love our neighbor. And love, love our neighbor as ourselves. No doubt. But to come back now and, and, and meet coldness with coldness, that's wrong. To meet bitterness with bitterness, that's wrong. That's worldly teaching. And, and, and again, let me, let me find this scripture here. I don't want this here. One over here. Let's go to Luke chapter 23. Matthew chapter 23. I'm going to start at verse 20. I'm sorry, Luke. Luke chapter 23. Um, I'm sorry, verse 33. Luke chapter 23, verse 33. And this is what is written. And when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, where they crucified him, and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left, verse 34, Luke chapter 23, verse 34 now. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. Are you, did you hear what Christ, what Christ while hanging on the cross, tortured on the cross, and we covered this in, 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 in the series, me and the brother Kabakawa, we definitely covered this, this in the series. For him to be on the cross, bloody, very ripped off his face, being, having been spat upon, the nail of thorns being hammered into his, 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 his skull, uh, his skin literally being ripped to shreds to where the, the muscle was coming off the bone, quivering. The amount of blood loss, the amount of, 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 of fluids, the, the cramps that he was suffering, that it, it literally pulled joints out of socket. And 
Verse 34, being beaten beyond recognition. Forget immature. Where the scripture says his face was more marred than any man, more bruised or damaged than any other man's. Luke chapter 23, verse 34 says, Then said Yahweh Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And he parted his raiment and cast lots. I don't, I mean, to be in the midst of the pain and the agony and the anguish that he was under. For Christ to remember his words in Luke chapter 6, verses 27 and 28. Luke chapter 6, verse 27 and 28. So that he would not be a hypocrite. Luke chapter 6, verse 27 says, But I say unto you, which here, love your enemies, do good to them which hate you. Bless them that curse you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. Damn, brothers. I mean, damn. And to have taught that in Luke chapter 6, and then by the time we get to Luke chapter 23, he's saying while on the cross, bloody, beaten, and, 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 and damaged, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And if we truly call ourselves followers of Christ, we are Christians. Then are we not going to be expected to follow his example? And remember, <laughs> if they choose not to get it right, they got, we all got to stand before the judgment seat of the Most High. That's not going away. That's not going away. All right, brothers and sisters. Um, I've got to take a little intermission right now. i got to get, get my head together a little bit, just to be honest. Just keep, keep it above, keep it 100, keep it above, uh, to be transparent. I do need to take an intermission right now. Um, I'm seeing is... It's an hour and a half into the show. We are an hour, hour and a half into the show. Uh, which means we, we have just about 30 minutes left. Let me take this intermission. Uh, let me take this intermission, and then we, when we come back, I'm most likely going to do a recap of, of, of parts 1 through 14, <laughs> then with the birth of Christ. Um, as we come into uh, when I come back on Wednesday, if, if, if the most I say the same, and we can continue on with this, with this topic that I'm covering, as we really, I'm really, I'm trying to get to the true birth of Christ. Right, I'm really trying to get to the true birth of Christ. <sighs> but it's a lot to unpack. Right, it is definitely a lot to unpack. And just what I was just going over right now with. with trying to relate some of the things from Feast Tabernacles and, and some of the scripts that we're going over. Uh, I do want to come back. You know, before I do that, before, before we take the intermission, let me do that. Let me do that. Let me send prayers up. Right, I haven't done this in a minute. Uh, uh, and give a shout-out to, to, to our locations, uh, our, our brother schools, 
uh, that, that we deal with and, and the families that we deal with. Uh, to our brothers and our families here um, in San Antonio, the Sport of Truth, um, which is located at 4444 Walsham, suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. All right. Um, please reach out to the brother Juan Ayer, area code 210-862-2643, or the brother Sam Swan at 505-387-9609. Um, you know, you can catch the Sport of Truth, uh, San Antonio, on YouTube, under the Sport of Truth, San Antonio, on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, uh, starting at 7.30 p.m., going uh, until 10.30 p.m., and then on Saturdays, uh, the Sabbath class, uh, starting at 10 a.m., again, you can ch- uh, check them out, uh, Sport of Truth, San Antonio, uh, every Sabbath. The brother one of Iron is doing one hell of a job uh, every Sabbath now with uh, going over the history. I'm uh, going to bring out a lot of history um, uh, during, during Sabbath classes. It really is good, really is informative, especially if you're, if you're not familiar with the history of the Bible or the history of, of, of events in the Bible. Um, it really is a great class. Uh, you, you definitely want to check it out. All right? um, again, that's Sport of Truth, San Antonio, uh, YouTube channel, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m., and then on Saturdays starting at 10 a.m. All right? uh, for our school in Houston. Which is the uh, the sword of wisdom, uh, the sword of wisdom, the stream of wisdom. I'm sorry, I've, I was just you know sword of truth, stream of wisdom. We got some of these these names, which is the stream of wisdom, uh, located in Houston, uh, which is located at 231 FM Road 1092, uh, Stafford, Texas 77477. Uh, meaning address there. Uh, please reach out to Priest Quatizap. At area code three zero three five five seven eight nine seven nine, uh, you can catch them on Mondays, Wednesdays, Mondays and Wednesdays from seven p.m. to nine p.m., and then on Fridays from six p.m. to eight p.m., and then also on Saturdays from ten a.m. to two p.m. You catch them live on YouTube on Wednesdays from seven p.m. to nine p.m. and on Saturdays from ten a.m. to two p.m. under uh, SOW Houston, Texas Stream of Wisdom. All right, for our school in Norfolk. Uh, SOW, Nova Virginia, Stream of Wisdom. Located at 2610 Granby Street, Nova Virginia, 23517. Bring the address there. We ask you please get in touch with Priest Kazakia at Erico 757-300-4047. You can catch them on Tuesdays and Thursdays. uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then on Saturdays starting at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Uh, You can catch them on Facebook Live every Tuesday and Thursday under SOW Norfolk, um, Stream of Wisdom. Uh, again, that's every Tuesday and Thursday, Facebook Live from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., all right? And then on YouTube on Fridays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and then Saturday starting at 12 noon under SOW Stream of Wisdom, Norfolk, Virginia. For our school in Rochester, which is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, Suite Number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606. Any address there. Uh, you can reach them on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays as well from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. and Saturdays starting at 10 a.m. as well. All right? Um, if you want to get in touch with the school in Rochester and help out with any tithes, donations of computers, Bibles, um, apocryphals, encyclopedias, uh, pen, paper, um, uh, vehicles, um, uh, printers, printer paper, printer, printer copiers, um, reach out to Priest Zion. Uh, you can reach him at area code 757-762-3917. All 
All right. Um, and please reach out on YouTube to Hidden Truth Bible Show um, YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is Right Media Core and Five Minutes of Wisdom. Now, if you happen to be in the Albuquerque area, if you happen to be in the Albuquerque area, let me let me. I need to clear some of this up. Let me update my my notices here because we're good with this right here. If you happen to be in the Albuquerque area, I implore you to reach out to Brother Aisha White Desire, Eric code 505-218-4218. Please reach out to uh, the Brother Priest Aisha White Desire, Eric code 505-218-4218. Um, and you can also reach, reach him and the Brother Mike Allah on Facebook under the Fountain of Wisdom. All right? You can reach out to them on Facebook under the Fountain of Wisdom where they have a, a, a Friday Night Sabbath class that they do. And also they do Saturday tour read, Saturday morning, Sabbath mornings tour reading, all right? Um, again, you can reach them. The best way to reach them or access them is on Facebook under the Fountain of Wisdom, all right? They do a great job. But reach out to, the, um, to Brother Michael Ben Israel, to Michael Ben Israel um, <coughs> on Facebook. Um, or if you're in the Albuquerque area, Brother Ashley White is off, 505-218-4218. Do yourself a favor. The brother is very insightful. The brother is, is, is a counselor. That's what he truly is. Um, and he has a passion. The brother comes with a real, sincere passion and wants to see everybody do better, do best, and keep, the, keep their, their, their eye on the prize, keep their eye on the most high in Christ. Again, you can reach him at area code 505 All right? Um, this is why I want to send them some prayers. I do, I do want to take this part of the time uh, to send them some prayers. Uh, for, for just send a prayer. It's been a while since I've done this on air, so I just want to send them these prayers, not for any, any, any shine or any glory uh, on my part, but to give all praise, all glory to the Most High in Christ, uh, the power of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. All right? So here we go. Uh, the Most High, in the name of Christ, please listen to us now, right now. Please send Michael and the Holy Angels to watch over to bless, to heal, to strengthen, to help, to protect, to build up, and to give your continued mercy and spirit to. And, Father, as you have written in Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 down, and he said, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. So, Father, we ask, that these things be done for the sister Bobby Dixon. We ask that these things continue to be done for the sister Sierra Leakey, the daughter of our brother David. We ask these things be done for the sister Abadiah, for our sister out there in Houston, and her husband, Lachama. We ask these things continue things, Father, for our brother Shaquakabar out there in Norfolk, Virginia. We ask this, Father, for our brother and sister, the family of Dawan Rakha, and his wife, Waradaya, here in San Antonio, Texas. We ask these things for our friend, John Spann, Father. We ask these things for our mother, Miss um, Catherine, well, we call Ma Dukes, the mother of our beloved brother, Tazapa. We ask for our friends, uh, Becky and Daryl and Carmen up there in Albuquerque. We ask these things for the entire Lovett family, my in-laws. Uh, for Melvin for, and for Margaret. 
We ask these things, Father, for the, the entire Coates family. We ask these things for our brother Kazaki and his family out there in Nova Virginia. We ask these things, Father, for uh, the sister uh, Anagasha uh, and for our brother Gabarkawa and for their daughter, well, I'll get to their daughter, Ajaline. We ask these things, Father, for the brother Thawam Mayam out there in Houston. We ask for the brother Thawam uh, here in San Antonio, uh, West Beverly. We ask these things, Father, uh, for our sister Ayana, the wife of our brother Awana Ayer here in San Antonio. We ask, Father, for, for some special needs children, for uh, Dada Sisi, the wife of our brother Tazapa, and his wife, Arakaya. For Aisha Lee, the daughter of Gabarkawa and his mother and her mother, Anagasha. Uh, and Father, we ask these things for uh, the daughter of our brother Banabad and his wife, Adeshaya, for Aliyah. Continue prayers, Father, for our, our brother, our friend, the brother Tazapa. We ask these things, Father, for our, our, our friend, our brother, Kwadashkabar here in San Antonio. Father, we ask these things for the brother Yenawathan uh, up there in Albuquerque. We ask these things, Father, for our family in Florida, the Bar-Yala, and his wife, Ayasha, uh, for, their mother, for her mother, Ruthie Mae Johnson. We ask for our, our, our brother, Sean Kodash, his wife, Mariah, and their son, Father. We ask for our brother, LV, out there in, in, in California, and for his mother, Pat Washington. We ask for our sister, Kwadashaya, the wife of our beloved brother, Brother Bod. We ask these things for, the brother, for our friend, Sean Stark, for our friend, Sylvia Khan, for our little brother, Shapar, the, the, the son of our brother, Gabar Kawa. We ask, Father, for our brother, uh, Yama, who, who is currently locked up in Lubbock County Jail, Father, as you be with him. We ask for our brother, Yasha Allah, out there in Gallup, the brother of our brother, Danya Allah. And, Father, I ask for these things also for my parents, for Eddie, Eddie Morris, and for uh, uh, Bobby Morris. Uh, and Father, you said in number 76, verse 27, and, and they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. So we ask you, Father, in the name of your Son, our King, Jesus Christ, Bahasham, Malak Nawa, Yahweh Shai, we thank you always, Father, the Bada Samyad, Amen. All right, so brothers and sisters, again, we want to get it out there, and if you have anybody you'd like to add to our prayer list, please get in touch with me. Uh, you can text me at area code 210 uh, It'll be honored to, to put any one of your loved ones or anybody who needs the extra prayer uh, into the prayer into the prayer list. It's done out of sincerity, done out of love. Um, in these days, you know, the scripture says, pray one for another. Um, the effectual fervent prayer of righteous avails much. That we, we need each other. If there's nothing else I'm learning and it, from this past month that has really been emphasized to me and printed up me very heavily, it's how we need each other. That, that where the scripture says, Christ says, where two or three are gathered, he's in the midst thereof. That the more we gather together, the more the body of Christ is actually coming together. And all the different administrations and parts of the body 
where Christ is working with each of us, that we really do need each other. We really do need to gather together. Oh, nation, not design. We have to gather ourselves together. Pray for one another and, and, and be doing God's righteousness. For now, now is our salvation even nearer than when we believed. It is necessary, brothers and sisters. It's necessary. It's needed. That truly is where our salvation is going to come from. It's coming from our Lord and Savior, from, from the Father, through his anointing, through his chosen, through the world called Jesus Christ. But we got to do our part. We have to do our part. Remember this, brothers and sisters. Let me pull the scripture up, too. Give me, give me a little time to pull this up. Let's not forget this scripture. And if you have I forgot it, cool. If you never read it, then let's get it. When we go to, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, wrong button. Uh, when we go to Luke, chapter 17, verse 21. When we go to the book of Luke, chapter 17, verse 21. I'm going to start at verse 20. When we go to Luke, chapter 17, verse 20. It says, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the, king, the kingdom of God comes not with observation. Neither shall they say, lo here or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of, of God is within you. Did you catch that? This is Christ speaking. The kingdom of God is within you. Now, I know there's many ways that this can be taken from a philosophical point of view to a, uh, to a literal point of view. But the more we gather ourselves together, the more the kingdom of God is actually being built. The more we actually gather together in God's righteousness, not our righteousness, not the world's righteousness, not, not a church's righteousness, but the more we gather together in God's righteousness, the kingdom of God is coming, is being built. Until Christ finally comes to redeem us and save and get us up out of here. And bring Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the line is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. That that's what we're praying for. Hopefully we're praying, we're praying with understanding. And that we understand what we are praying for. That God's will be done in earth, on earth like it is in heaven. That it's God's righteousness that gets us out, not my righteousness, not my parents' righteousness, not the world's righteousness, but God's righteousness. That God's righteousness be done. Let me pull it up. Let me show. Like in verse ten, Matthew chapter six, verse ten. Like kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven.
God's will be done in earth as in heaven. And we've, we've, we've covered this so many times here on Blog Talk. Whether it's my class, Tazapaz's class, Bonavaz's class, we've covered this so many times. Uh, we've covered this so many times. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to add this here. What is it? I'm seeing I got like 10 minutes left. I'm thinking I'm going to end this class right here. Or not, this one up not even being a class. This one up not even being a class. Um, I'm going to rename this. Uh, welcome back. I wish I could add the Welcome Back Carter theme to it. Um, I'm going to rename this class Welcome Back in that, uh, yes, it's been a while, so I've done blog talk with everybody. Um, and I'm back. All right. Uh, I just got this, this vision of, of, if y'all remember um, Independence Day with uh, Will Smith and that crazy white boy. Supposedly flew his jet into the into the uh, into the chariot and it blew the chariot up because the chariot could travel through 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 space uh, <laughs> at warp speeds, uh, crashing into all types of things. But now all of a sudden, uh, a jet airplane flown by some drunk um, is able to now crash into the chariot and destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that white boy had is a crazy, a crazy look in his eyes, like I'm back. Or I guess we can go with the Terminator. I'll be back. But uh, yeah, we are back. We are definitely back. I do want to get the blog talks, at least my portion of the blogs, on, uh, uh, back online and back going again. And hopefully, we'll be joined by, by you know our brother, um, uh, Gabakawa. Uh, knowing that you know he's on a plantation and we're, we're most definitely in hell, and we definitely got to be delivered. Uh, he'll he'll be joining us uh, again and again back. You know the Friday night Bible breakdowns with with Bonabai, and he you know talks about Tuesdays, uh, which he's he's been trying to keep up with, and also uh, his Thursdays with FYI for for your information uh, that, that we, we can get this you know back up and rolling again like like we had it before. Um. If you have any questions, uh, please reach out to me at air code 210-784-8463. Questions or comments. Uh, your comments are appreciated. Um, they're deeply appreciated. Please text me. If, if I'm, I'm telling you straight. If I don't have your number locked into my phone already and you call, I'm not picking it up. A lot of people get mad at that. Like, what, I mean, my loved ones. Once close to me get mad at that. Like, what if their phone dies? They get called for somebody else's number. I said, well, you better text me first. <laughs> you better text me first. If it's a strange number, I don't. It's not already in my contacts. I'm not going to answer it. That's just my pet. That's just my pet queer, a flaw I have, or what have you. I know it says you're going to communicate if you get not, but 
that's just where I'm at. All right. Some people are afraid of spiders. Some people are afraid of heights. I'm afraid of bill collectors. <laughs> I'm afraid of nut jobs calling my phone. So, but if you have a question or a comment, please, I invite you, I implore you, please hit me up, Eric code 210-784-8463, text me. All right. Your, your, your comments are, are as, as necessary as your questions. If there's anything that was confusing, anything um, that that just didn't quite rub you the right way or just didn't come through, please don't hesitate to hit me up. All right, or if it's something that you got out of it, if you able to get some 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 something out of it, please your comments. And this is not an algorithm. Do I need the algorithm to get more likes or views or anything like that? It's not good at all. It's I want to make sure that that as much edification is going out as possible, right? As, as much understanding is coming across and to where I'm not just dictating my thoughts and my feelings um, or, or just my point of view, but that we can share in this, right? that we can share in this and understand that there are many parts of the body of Christ. There's many parts to the body of Christ. So let's do it, all right? So let's do it. So with that, brothers and sisters, I I am I just got back to San Antonio last night. Um, wanted to make sure I got, got this class out today. Got started an hour late, but I wanted to make sure we got this class out today. Um, and so, so there's some things around here I need I need to get back on top of. Being back around around the apartment, being being back here, that I need to catch up on. So I am going to end this class here a little bit early. Um, I will be in touch to let you know if, if tomorrow is going to be another episode. Hopefully it will be. we we'll about Tuesdays. The brother's a great teacher. Gives great edification. Uh, then he'll come back uh, uh, tomorrow uh, uh, with that. But in the meantime, you know, shout-outs to the Sword of Truth, uh, to the Stream of Wisdoms, uh, to all Israelites uh, far and near, to the 12 tribes worldwide um, that are teaching this book, that are teaching about Christ to help wake, awaken the 12 tribes of Israel. That as it says in Romans chapter 13, verse 11, as I pull that up, in Romans chapter 13, come on, come on. Look for my mouse to, to start acting right now. In Romans chapter 13, as I pull it up here. The book of Romans chapter 13, verse 11, it says, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day. Not in rioting and drunkenness. Not in chambering, I'm sorry, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. All right, brothers and sisters. So with that, again, um, I'm glad for being back, and hopefully I'll be able to get my phone situation worked out um, uh, expeditiously. 
Um, and well, you know, can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. All right. So that, brothers and sisters, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, whether you tune in live um, or whether you happen to call in or, or you catch one of the archive shows, I do thank you for for for, for checking it out. Again, your feedback on my on these classes is very necessary. If, if 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 the class was too damn boring, let me know. Uh, if it was too took too long, just to say something simple, let a brother know. Right? Let a brother know. It, it is appreciated. Right? It, it really is appreciated. So with that, let me let me find my Shemai Israel, Shemai Yashallah, from the brother Ash, from the house of David, the twelve tribes of Israel, from the from the Masharah Yashallah. And with that, brothers and sisters, I bless you Shalom. Have have a great day. Um, stay in the spirit, stay studied up, stay circumspect. All right? For our adversary, the devil, goes about seeking whom he, he may devour. All right? We, we understand these things. So let's keep our spiritual armor up. Let's keep our faith up. Let's, let's, uh, uh, to the pure, all things are pure. And with that, shalom.